Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I don't think he's got the right power anyway. And where would you put your pins? Yeah. <coughs> yachts out there all the time. Mm-hmm. What's this for? Mine be, mine final sale. Oh, final sale. I'm leaving it in the backyard. So, yeah, it's a way to do it. Yeah, it's easier. We thought about it, too. My only issue is the inlet. Mm-hmm. If it's rough, I can't get out. We got to leave two hours early and go to Port Everglades, you know? Yep. Then, at the end of the day, I mean, but for us, I mean, guys, it's a mini vacation for everybody, you know? Everybody gets out. We get to hang out. None of my guys show up for any of that shit anymore. True. They drive in the morning of now anyway. So any of the parties and stuff? Nothing, none of it. My yeah. my whole my whole crew loves it. A little closer. Are you, are you, is your mic up? Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, cool. Yeah, we we have. Uh, I mean, my guys are like. Yeah, they all, dive in. They take advantage. All in, man. You know what it is too, though, is your guys are their kids are old enough now. Other yes. than the band that owns the fucking boat, he's just willing to say fuck it all. I'm going. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The um, man. So boys will be boys, isn't that the saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, Fuck that's that's the life we I live. I mean, in a nutshell, I think. So long, and then it's time to go and do. What do you think, Carlene? <clears throat> boys will be boys. Good. What do you think about that? Boys should always be boys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, episode one fifty. Yay. And, I mean, I'm not going to say I can't believe it, but it's cool to think about it. Definitely cool. Right? You know, because, I, I mean, I always said, like, our goal is, like, a thousand episodes on this show. And I definitely think we'll get there. But, like, celebrating these benchmarks is kind of cool because we were talking about it before the show. 150 episodes of the Connected by Water podcast, powered by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and fueled by our very good friends at Papa's Pilar Room. Remind you never to be a spectator. We definitely need to thank them because they have been here since the very beginning. Um, Joey first, and then shortly after, 
uh, Mike Myatt and Papas Pilar came through. And More than that, Papas Pilar supports the industry greatly. Hundred I mean, percent. Every tournament, they're absolutely. Always, every major event, boat shows, they're they're around. Well, that's them. that's actually how we got started with Papas Pilar. Is we were getting all these bottles of rum from the fishing tournaments, and so slowly but surely they started stacking up in the studio, and. I was like, oh, let's just start drinking it on the show. And we did. And then they're like, hey, you're drinking my rum on the show. Why don't we just make it official? You know, so, you yeah, so it's cool. And that's kind of how it all just organically happened. Um, cool. Yeah. And it's really cool because especially with the way everything happened with Joey and, um, you know, just organically all just making it happen. The same thing with the Polar crew, just organically making it all happen on the show. And that's kind of what we're all about. We're all about the flow and. You know, just not trying too hard and just path of least resistance and going with what works, right? Um, and you guys, I said it on the Facebook post earlier today, thank you guys so much for um, always being a part of the show. Um, I did a little bit of research before this episode, and do you guys care to guess, not how many times you've been on the show, but just how many tournament talks that we've done? I'm gonna say eight. I was I was going high on I was going ten. Twelve. Really? Yep. Wow. Twelve tournament talk episodes, and that does not include other episodes like yeah, you and Joey yeah. and the, the solo ones and um, the shark ones we've done with Pat mm-hmm. Price and just other. I mean, I can't even. I was started looking through it. I'm like, man, they're on that one too, and that one too, and you know <laughs> what I mean. And I mean. There's other guests, you know, when Tim came in and, yep. and th- different episodes that we do. So you guys have been on the show and supported it. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. Pleasure. Really. Thoroughly uh, enjoyed doing it. Yeah, it really does mean a lot. And, and Carlene, thank you so much for giving us your time all How the time. How many has Carlene been on? A hundred? No. <sighs> it's been a while now. About a year. Yeah. And a half, two, two years maybe? Yeah, it's 50? been it's been a while. So like every and, other week, every third week. <laughs> <when laughs> well, I it's crazy. Was like that whole pregnancy. Thing yeah, I mean, you know, the whole having to be a mom and, no, and full time job and all that. It's just the now actual when I, birth, the childbirth. You're when glowing. I, seems like when I come here now, I lose a part of my vehicle. <laughs> so I <decide> not to. <laughs> she was coming for last week's episode, and she's like, "Well, I'm not going to make it," and or she calls me. I'm like, and she should have been here already. So she calls me. I'm like, "What are you lost?" She goes, check your text. <laughs> she texted it. Took the whole front end of her car was all banged in. She what, somebody like, whack you? She re- no, she rear-ended someone. Why'd that was completely that? my my fault. But why? Because I was bored coming to a Dennis Field, you know, <laughs> meeting that I figured I'd get my way out of it somehow, you know? <laughs> it's like... She said, Skip and Art aren't here tonight. So. <laughs> Screw this, I'm out. out. So. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's all good. Glad to be here. Yeah. So, um, with the first episode that we ever did was with um, Captain Vinny Lasorsa. And I just want to give a little recap on some of the highlights of the, uh, of the podcast and where we've come from Thank and you. Um, where we hope to get to. Um, captain Vinny, of course, for some of you who don't know, that's the boat captain for Jimmy Buffett. And that's, that was how we started out the whole thing. Um, you know, we've had some really great guests on. Um, you know, some legends and um, one of know. one of my favorite episodes you guys ever did was with Paul. Paul Casanova? No, Paul FFMD. Oh okay. yeah, no, that was a great episode. The that first was, one we did with them was great. We brought was, all them in. That might have been one of my favorites. Yeah, 
Yeah, the um, that was a really good episode. Tiny. Tiny's episode. Tiny was good too. Tiny's yeah. episode had the most views out of all the episodes. Really? Yeah. Marketed a little bit more, and it will be into the millions, in my opinion. He yeah. tells the story so well. Yeah. Obviously, it, it's his li- part of his life story, but I mean, it, it was as intense as any. What do they call it when it's a a book and it's fake, but it seems so intense and real? Shit. It sounded like fiction, but a fiction. Thank yeah. you. Fuck, Wait, I'm so tired right now. I can't even think of simple words. Would you go fishing or something today? For the, uh, going hard, <laughs> real hard. Week straight. It seemed like some just unbelievable fiction story that somebody thunk up, and this dude lived it. I had somebody working here at the time, and it was, it was on podcast nights. Basically, when the podcast would start, she would just pack up and go home. And she was her. She was right behind that wall. She was packing up. And she started listening to the story as she's packing up. And wouldn't you know it, she actually sat at her desk the whole time. Listen to Because she couldn't leave. She just sat there and listened to, like, the yeah. whole story. Like and then at the end of it, it she sounds, came out. She goes, I never left. It yeah. sounds like it, Mark, could, Mark it couldn't Greeny, happen. The gray man dude or something wrote the thing, wrote the story. Some mm-hmm. bullshit impossible story. But nope. So whatever. That, that by far is my favorite. Yeah. My favorite podcast I think I've ever listened to, period. Oh, thank you. But... Yeah, the uh, I thought that was you know well structured and you know and John Lowe's was here sitting in on it and Andy Moyes was pushing it a little yeah. bit and Andy's such a solid yeah straight, mm-hmm. yeah and he just let him you know, yeah yeah the, the whole ensemble worked out very nicely you know but we've had some really great guests I mean you know Rufus Wakeman I mean you right. know Carl Anderson's a regular on the show and um, you know I was Cash hoping he could regular. be sitting with us tonight because. Um, I want to announce to everyone on the show that he is a Tommy Gifford Award winner. Yep. yep. You know, well and, deserved and that, too. That was recently recently announced, and um, you know we're, we're proud to be associated with him and have him part of the Papas Pilar family and and have him part of the show. Quite frankly, we are coming up. Would you may have a little spill there? Everywhere. What, you got a hole in your mouth, <laughs> dude. My lips. I don't know how they just got obliterated in the last few days. The um, did you so, eat mushrooms again before you came? <laughs> not today, unfortunately. Are my ears growing? Like <laughs> el- yet, elf ears? <laughs> the he's trying, um, he's trying to drink out of a like a lizard pecker or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, you guys like you know Rufus Wakeman and and Rob Fordyce and you know and um you know and we hope that the list you know just keeps getting Rob's cool bigger cat and bigger. Too, man. Rob's yeah. awesome. He that was a great episode if you haven't had the chance, and then there's episodes that we've done like um, recently we did the episode with Elmer, um, Captain Elmer is a guide um, out of uh, Everglades um, City, Everglades. and um, you know, he's also a physical therapist, but he's got such a great outlook on life, um, and and the community work that he does is just far and superior from most people that I've ever met in my life, and it was just a really impactful uh, episode. Um, I listen to a lot of science podcasts too, and I can't remember the fellow's name right now you had on, but he was a water guy, uh, marine biologist. Oh, Captain Charlie? I mean, not Captain Charlie, Dr. Charlie Gregory. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Charlie Gregory. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one too. Yeah. He was, was you know, the the really cool part about um, Dr. Charlie is that, you know, he brought a really cool perspective onto the show about, science but more from a conservational value and, and less from a um trying to stifle our industry yeah. you know, he had a lot of understanding about you know some of the things that you know we go through and, and 
for example, the shark situation, and he had a pretty good um, outlook on that, at least a good outlook f- from our perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also had a really good outlook on, you know, reef generation and reef growth. And I mean, they run the Reef Institute up there, and you know, and he dispelled a lot of things that people thought, oh, reefs are dying because of this. He goes, well, no, it's actually has nothing to do with that. It's more this. But you know, he had, if if you if people have a chance, they should really go back. Um, and, yeah, and watch that episode. episode. Um, we've had Coach Jimmy Johnson on yeah. the show a, a couple of times, um, which is really cool. I'm going to go through some of these. Uh, Andy Moyes is a is a um, did Coach, did coach come in staples. here or do it at the Hard Rock? No, we we do it at the Hard Rock with Coach. Uh, yeah, that's it's tough to get yeah, him. Yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be 80 this summer. It's hard to get him out of the keys. Too. Period. Yeah, hard yeah. to get him out of the keys, and especially unless you're Fox and you pay him millions of dollars. I don't blame him. And um, He's got we've the had a, flies out for a day, he flies right back. Mm-hmm. You know, our big champion causes on this, um, you know, anything that has to do with uh, conservation, obviously, um, and uh, anything that supports the veterans, uh, clean water. You know, we we do a lot of talking about that on the show, and you know, I'm, I'm happy we're able to get that message, you know, across here uh, whenever we can. Uh, we've fought the good fight um, for shark depredation on the show uh, over those past 150 um, episodes. And I, I can't say we've made the progress that we wanted to make necessarily, but I think we've definitely had we've a voice. We've complained plenty. We complained plenty. We, we put a voice to it. Yep, definitely. Bent, bent ears, for sure. Yep. Um, Bouncer Smith has been a recent regular on the show, which has been kind of cool. Um, you know, Getting to know him over the past year has been an interesting thing for me. Um, because it's just, uh, I mean, the guy's a legend, you know, oh, for sure. he, he really is. And he just tells such great stories and, you know, you can't help but feel like when you're at the table with him and drinking a couple of rums and you're just kind of like hanging out with your, it, it's fun. Like I, a family relative, you know, I got to fish with him the last week he was chartering and it was, Oh, you did. It was uh, the only charter I've ever gone on in my life. <laughs> well, that was, really? that was, that was the first I've been on like two now, mm-hmm. but that was the first one I ever did. And it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. I could have cared less about fishing. We caught some fish. It was fun. Well, when I fished with them to catch the clown knife, I mean, that was one of the best experiences I ever had because, like you said, you almost forget you're fishing half Mm -hmm. the time. And then when we caught that clown knife, he actually, it bit his line. And instantly he was caught in a weird position. He's like, I can't get this fish. Dennis, grab it. And I grabbed it and it jumped and we both kind of like caught it. It was kind of interesting the way it all kind of, the dynamic of how it went down. Um but it's like we'll always have that fish together kind of thing. It's kind of cool. Um, Paul Castronovo, George Pavaromo, um, have been on the show quite a few times. Um, I'm very honored to have both of those guys give me their time. Um, That's but, three long-time Miami guys in a row right there you're yeah. talking about. Yep. Um, George's about family's Smith. been in Miami forever. Yeah. Oh, oh, we just talked about Bouncer, yeah. I just missed it. I'm sorry. What are you, over there like doing? What are you doing over there? Time. She's over eating mushrooms. Yeah, she's doing this. <laughs> So you hitting that pen again? So, you hear about that? Oh no, we got a one listen, of them. Uh, listen to this, baby so, things. Yeah, we had bouncer on the show. It was the best episode that you ended. We all ended up laughing our asses off. We the had best bouncer, episode. Listen, we had bouncer on the show. We're just trying to close out the episode. And we're just trying to get like I was asking like him like a serious question about his life, <laughs> and where sense. he sees himself, and like all this. I was getting deep with him. And all of a sudden, this one just starts like laughing her ass off, <laughs> right, like uncontrollably. 
And I'm just like, yeah, so we're there getting high on the mic. <laughs> no. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not what happened? No, you were being all heartfelt, and all I could see you was running down the steps going, Adrian! <laughs> you know, and you're like, this heart, like that music was pumping. And I started laughing because you started laughing, and Bouncer was laughing, and he grabbed the camera and turned it towards, you know? So it was just all around good. Good, good, clean good humor, fun. Good, clean fun. Good, clean fun. Chip Lamarca, uh, you know, has, Dude, has been a regular I, on the that show. That was fun. That was a great. Yeah, that was a fun one. I yeah. hope I didn't screw him up too bad with some of the oh. stuff I was saying, but not at all. It, he got he got reelected. Chip's, so got, we're good. Chip's got a thick skin. Yep. Yeah, definitely. No, he and he he comes on the show yep. twice a year to give like his state of the union kind of address and how things are going with the uh, with water and, and and all different things like that. Um. Jeez, Timmy Maddock yeah, came on. We had RJ on the show, and RJ did a great job. Both Timmies. And, yep, both Timmies. And we brought the kids on when after they broke that state record for the yep. swordfish. Yeah. Brought yeah. them on. And we've had some really cool episodes, I think. I think the content on the show, we were talking about it today, has been been very fun, and yeah. it's been very community-oriented, and we want to kind of keep it that way. So, um, Yeah, had those Gale Force twins on before they became the <laughs> monsters that they are today. Yeah, we had, we had Gale Force twins on twice yeah yeah so and they've done a great job in that that uh youtube stuff they're they're killing it out there and yep their content's clean and nice and good I, I, I'm, yep. I'm proud of them for what they're yeah, doing yeah we were um we were sponsoring them earlier on very and very cool. early on in their careers yeah. and um yeah no, I'm, I'm glad to see them having the the success that they are very, very proud of them one of them just got married i think yep well engaged yeah she's not married yet okay. yep um geez charlie the beans giving us his time a bunch of on a bunch of episodes, Tiny and Tim. That was a good one. Jeez. I was in the Bahamas listening to that one in my little cubby hole in that Merritt boat. Laughing. It was fun. It was a good one. We had the whole surreal fishing team in yeah. here, right? That yeah. was a fun one. Yep. All right. Bombshell came on. Yeah. We, 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 Have you ever fished with her? Van Dellen. She's oh, legit, yeah. dude. Yeah. She's a no, fisherman. Michelle's 100% fisherman. She is, 100%. No doubt about it. Jeez. It, you know what? Actually, one of the craziest episodes we did was the Florida Man team. Oh, fuck. <laughs> for sure. That was absolutely they go hard. nuts. That was they absolutely go hard. nuts. When they walked in, they this is in the old studio in Coral Springs. Yeah, they came in hot. They were lit. And lit. Yeah, they all, they had gone to lunch, like happy hour lunch or whatever, oh, like before they even <laughs> came into the episode, and they were just on fire. Yeah, that was crazy. So, anyway, all right. So. My boy I mean, Gus. 150 episodes. We've, we've had a bunch of people on the show and it's all been great and we're very happy and we're very thankful for everyone that's been on the show um so regarding joey Accardi and poppy's pillar rum we now have w sauce um as a sponsor we have finor sunglasses you know also as a sponsor not the headline sponsors but they sponsor the show very happy to have them associated with the company or with the podcast um so we're all thankful for it so that's my thankful tour that i want to just go on there my little recap of the show um and nick and yanni of course i mean i'd be remiss not to mention you guys you guys do such a great job putting this together so thank you very much the brains behind yeah, everything absolutely and you know you're doing well when you get one of the other these two to chuckle a little bit so, Fuck, I must yeah have said right something yeah exactly shit. yeah when i get them to smile or laugh i'm like oh we're cooking now yeah. i like it when especially you get, if you get yeah. yanni going it's <laughs> I like hard to get that i like it when you can hear it yep. inside i want to mic them up but they're like no i don't want to go yanni so. starts going after the show once the cameras <laughs> right. go off and the microphone's 
microphones are away. It's like that is the truth. We should record you after the show and and plug that into the the end of the, how Yanni's take. Look at him, he's blushing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yanni's no, take, no so. see, that's that's where the mushrooms come in. Because once you've done it a little bit, you don't give a fuck anymore. None of nothing matters. It all goes away. <laughs> Tell us more. What, dude? It, literally, I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think about me. I'll, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, as long as I'm doing good for my family, I don't give <laughs> a fuck at all. That's awesome. I'm happy yep. to hear that. Oh. Like that bucket went out the window about four months ago. So far, right? It can't come back. Four months ago. So what was your watershed moment that you you said? I was somewhere with some friends, and it was raining, and I ate a little bit of that, and all the water in the whole world started, like, glowing and kind of said, family, friends, water, nothing else matters. See, I think that your mindset on it is the absolute perfect mindset to have for it, because a lot of people don't have that mindset going into it, and it, it doesn't affect them the right way. But perhaps, you're, perhaps. You're and I certainly well don't it. say it should go that way. Anybody else should do it, but for me, it, it's... and I, I, four or five times and almost 50 years old and it's all been in the last four months but it's a it's a life changer been on the water yet i won't do that no i mean not when you're operating the boat no no well if i'm on the if i'm on the water generally i'm operating i know but so no i have not not. yeah and i'm I'm not going to nope still straight edge still still uh, right on the straight and narrow yeah there you go Good for you. Meanwhile, you're drinking, that too. drinking rum, and it ain't a whole lot different. <laughs> In reality, it's a mind-altering substance. True. So, so. so, all right, listen. So, I want to mention the do-gooder. <laughs> so, we do have another sponsor that um, it's more of like a interactive sponsor, our, our partnership with Starbright, uh, where we mention the do-gooder of the week because conservation, obviously, it's a big message and a big deal on this show. Um, it's something we definitely want to promote uh, for future generations to come and all that good stuff. So, I am going to mention... Um, this week's do-gooder of the week. And if you've watched the show at all, anyone out there, um, know that, you know, we do this every week and you get the whole bucket full of goodies, like the salt off and, you know, we got the bucket right here, right? And it's got all the great star bright stuff and it's about $200 worth of stuff. So this week's do-gooder is... It just begs to be played with, I doesn't know. it? I love this Yeah, thing. take him out. The reggae sponge. <laughs> Um, his name is Jason Rhodes, and we're actually going outside of Florida for this one. He runs a uh, a goose hunting outfit out of Arkansas. It's called Goosebusters Guide Service. Oh. So some of the Florida friends of ours in Merritt Island went up there to go hunt with him, and they said they were impressed at how much of a steward of the land and the environment that he actually was, and um, the amount of cleanup that that crew does. And so they decided to name him. Like in what way? Making sure they pick up all their shells? Making sure everyone's responsible, everything. Like all their shells, all their trash, making sure that even like, you know, anyone that they pass up, pass by, make sure, you know, keeping the land clean. They're very proud of their land up there. Um, And they were just very impressed about how impeccable the operation ran from that standpoint. So Jason Rhodes, you are our do-gooder of the week. Thank you very much. You know, I was... uh, during the Miami Boat Show, we were hanging out with uh, Mo and Eric Newman, and I don't think they're married. I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know. But they run an outfit out there in Louisiana there, and they don't allow plastic water bottles in their boat, period, none. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're all tied in with Yeti, so everybody gets a, their Yeti thingy, and, that's, and they've got a big, like, squirt water in their, into their Yeti thing if they empty it throughout the course of the day. But that's how they do it. You have your, your Yeti thermos mm-hmm. for water all day. You don't no no plastic no cans no none of that stuff. So it's more than I'll probably ever do, but I think it's a it's a great idea and a great thing they're doing out there. 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. And we we've discussed too in here, like even on the show, it's like you know ditching these and doing like reusable cups. And sometimes we do, sometimes we're not always clean. I mean, we try to make the effort, but you know, yep. it's a uh, it's just definitely something that people should really kind of take more notice to. Yeah, it's such it's such a small thing, but you know, Carter Andrews is a good friend and chatting with him all the time. And his big initiative has been that one piece a day, pick up one piece of trash a day, be it mostly out of the ocean, is his mm-hmm. his intentions, but. And that's good dude, you, you think about it you see it on instagram whatever all and you think about it and here we are we, i saw the other day uh i'm in the tower we're chasing off the sail it's probably yesterday and we're as we're moving on a sailfish a piece of plastic going by and jimmy reaches over grabs gaff flips it in the boat and it's just just what he does now if we're within reach we get them it doesn't Balloons, take whatever. much no it really does even if you're walking in the street you're like how many times like even a lot of times i see it walking to my truck right outside of this door you'll see a flattened plastic bottle someone stepped on like right in the middle of the parking lot your inclination might be like a pompano sucks it's trashed or whatever just get in your truck and go pick it up there's a trash can right here you know what i mean and it happens all the time yep i think if people just make that like you said one piece a day or even just if you just notice something pick it up and throw it away covid's over you're not gonna get sick (laughs) you know what i mean so we're gonna make a phone call real quick right now um someone that wanted to talk on the show today dennis Yes. You're forgetting your little wire. Look to your right. All right. So I'm going to plug. This is, we're going to try a new operation today. We're getting fancy. I don't know if I heard the live feed. All right. All right. Can we do both? I doubt <laughs> it'll do speakerphone and tingum. Does right. it do that automatically, or you somebody over there mashing button buttons, making these lights change all over the place, and drive me crazy? You are crazy. Look, you got a white light out of the back of that one over there, huh? <laughs> My light went away. I hear it. Damn it! It's back. It's back. Hello. Give me some voicemail. Oh, Dennis we got a what? voicemail. Look at this shit. My water. He does this. What's going on, you guys? What's uh, happening? Uh, <laughs> you got me. You got, got me. Huh? Like, you, you, know you got what? everybody. I, I get, I get most people like that. But you know, it only lasts for a second, and then you know, I'm a one man show up here. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm in, uh, yeah, I'm on Fleming <laughs> Island. No, no, no. I didn't say a one minute show. That'd be giving me like thirty seconds to the right. Okay. So, so we have Mr. Mike Myatt from Papa's Peel Our Rum on with us now. So if folks don't know that by now, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, Danny. How you doing, my brother? I am living the dream, my friend. You know, Juan, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And, um, you know, and happy Sesquicentennial show. Oh, thank you very much. What did you call that? How's that go? Sesquicentennial. That's the 150th anniversary of of anything. um, I don't know. It would be sort of like skip dana's last time he cleaned up his bait tank or you know <laughs> carl anderson last time he really cleaned his feet oh shit oh, oh man, oh, man. Oh. yeah full disclosure now, carl, carl had to bail out here last minute fired. no I'm, I'm sort of afraid of Artie. i'm not gonna say anything about <laughs> hey, Artie, i love you man you're the best thank you hey mike we want to bring you. you on the show tonight to say thanks for um supporting the uh show from the very beginning we really appreciate it and the entire industry, for that matter, because you guys are all up in the fishing industry, and, yeah, for and I sure. love that. Well, you know what is um, your your phrase "connected by water" is is brilliant. But um, you know what, 
the the entire help in the community, whether it's, you know, with Charlie Levine, with the uh, Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida, whether it's, you know, helping tag a uh, permit down in Key West with the Lower Keys Guides Association, whether it's, you know, there's right things to do and there's wrong things to do. And if you have an opportunity to go to work every day, which you guys all do, but you always take time to do the right thing because that makes it better you know what i mean it's like okay so it's going to take me four minutes out of my day to make someone's life better you do it and uh it's it's not an obligation it's actually a pleasure it's it makes it uh, all make sense you know it it makes the world go around really i mean listen i i often say that you know the intrinsic value of doing good uh matters more than anything else in the world not only to you obviously but it matters to the person that's feeling it from you um, sure. but you know, I really do believe in, in my heart of hearts that, you know, and I've said this on the show before that when, when you do good, it, 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 there's no better feeling in the world, um, because it lasts forever. Cause you know, you could take that with you, um, for the rest of your days, you know, you, you could win the lottery, you can get a bunch of money, you could do all these things, but you know, those feelings are great in the beginning, but fleeting in the end. And, you know, it, it makes no difference, um, to anyone else's life, but you, but, Really, when you do good and you go and you help others, that that's just something that lasts forever and in, in, in more than one life. So, and, you know, and that's, that's prophetic. That's but let's let's talk about winning the lottery thing again. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. let's we could change one life at a time. Let's start with me. Okay, I know there's no <laughs> I in team, but there's definitely a me in team. So right. let's start with me. Right, there's a and me one in bottle at a time. <laughs> is it, Carlene? How are you, sweetie? How are you, Mike? Uh, you know, better now. I saw you dressed up. Were you like a Viking queen this weekend? Or what, what was up with all that? I was a goddess at the Ren- Renaissance Festival. <laughs> you know what? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm blushing right now. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say right now. I'm blushing right now. The leggings you have on. The leggings you have on were fabulous. I mean, sure. you know, I cannot. They had I leggings back in the race. I'm not sure we would consider that leggings. It was more of a pair of underwear. She, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sure. Leggings. She was wearing this whole thing. Pictures okay. here didn't happen. I only got an upper torso shot there. Yeah, pictures no, here didn't her, happen. Her and Mike. No. Well, listen. You know what? You need to get off that. What, what's that site that See, you're now we're on? talking about getting Adults off. only or whatever <laughs> you're on, Denny. You like, really need to get back on like Facebook and MySpace. MySpace, MySpace is rocking. <laughs> it's rocking. Oh man, I, w- I, w- I actually went to go look for my MySpace account a couple months ago. You know, and I don't know if you, everyone's been to MySpace like, still there? in a while. It's still there, but I, it feels like you is go it? back to the old neighborhood, and the old neighborhood doesn't look that good. <laughs> well, it never does. I mean, because everything was bigger and grander when you were younger, right? Right. That's that's yeah. what I tell her. <laughs> until until Dennis paints on it, yeah. and it's worth something. <laughs> but anyway, you know what? I just wanted to say um, happy anniversary, Dennis. If anyone deserves the amount of success that you're getting, the notoriety you're getting is you. You're multi-talented. You're a great family man. You obviously have the best friends. Take a look around the room right now. I see. Uh, hey. Quit looking through that Thank camera you. over there. You hear what I'm saying? You get your headphones on, all that long flowing hair. 
you Fabio look at little <laughs> and I'm watching my language because we're live. I'm watching my language. Sounds like Mike needs but, some mushrooms. Oh, I, totally forgot, uh, I totally shit. forgot we were live. No longer will worry about any of that. <laughs> okay, so pass the mushrooms. That <laughs> boy, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> you know, it's not just about us. It's about the rest of us. Yeah, man. but uh you know the good work that everyone does together that's connected with the show and it it radiates outward and you know people feel it they feel the good vibes good jimmy jobs coming up next week hopefully i'm going to be able to uh hand Artie a uh an oak cast uh, painted by Dennis uh, on stage on Saturday night. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. Um, whoa, whoa, know, whoa, 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 whoa. Skeps feel a little, little left whoa, out there. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa here. Don't steal my thunder. Uh, going, I want it. They're feeling good on the 92 Viking there, Mike. Dude, he's getting bit. Yeah. Well, he's absolutely well, getting bit. You know what? On a 92 Viking, hey, I would feel good. <laughs> I would be the guy, hey, who wants a sandwich? That's Jack Joey's job. Yeah. Hey, it's like a panini, except different. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be it's up on so the bridge and be like, where's Mike? You go, he's upstairs. Got to go up one more level. Oh. I send I send everybody our, our lunch pictures every day. Yeah, it's yeah, so hot outside. Out, yeah. Who wants a panini? So yeah. you drive in the 90? You drive in the 90? 92. 92. Yep. Don't forget about the two extra feet. So can you even, like, see when they're fishing? Absolutely. You know, Skip says that uh, in, in a lot of ways, um, it's uh, more fishable than the previous boat. Really? Yeah. Well, good on you, dude. Good on you. I could barely handle my uh, <laughs> my Hell's Davis game. Oh, they got one of those oh. on the bow, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a Hell's Bay uh, Marques on the bow. Nice. Dude, Marques is a great boat. I mean, I love my Biscayne. It's like driving a Ferrari. Um it goes too fast for me. I need to drink less or fish more. And I'm <laughs> going to sort of get in that gray area a little bit, you know, like right in between. Them. So uh, where are you guys where are you guys fishing? You guys fishing out of Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale? What's up? Uh, we're not sure yet. We're, we're fishing out of home, but I'm not sure where we're going yet. Yeah, God only knows. Right. Yeah, this is out of home for me. These are the questions that everyone starts asking Art and Skip just before the tournament. I've it. never had my phone ring so much as it yeah. did before that last tournament. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Well, the I don't know. I, I I've got some friends fishing uh, south of Miami that are doing pretty good, but they're not they're not killing it. Uh, but they're like five sixes a day, uh, which is which is good. I don't know what's out front in Fort Lauderdale right now. Is it happening? Yesterday was red hot. Nice. No, yesterday was red hot. It's great. Yeah, and then today started off red hot. We had right eight bites today on them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was, yeah. No, it's nice. been good. Fishing yeah, been fun. I can say, I can say, Mike. Traditionally, uh, these two guys in front of me do very well in the Jimmy Johnson. So, <laughs> they do. Listen, those two guys blindfolded, duct taped together. Which is a movie we're going to make back. later. Don't we're not going to tell you all. <laughs> we're not going to tell you the entire the entire whole thing. But Dennis, you're going to be involved in it too, Whipmaster. Uh, but uh, these two guys, they can they can catch fish in a mud puddle. I mean, you know, 
Artie and Skip are two of the best. And you know what? It's because they're lucky. And you know what makes them lucky? By fishing harder and fishing a lot. Yeah, well, you go. Because preparation meets opportunity. That's right. You can you can hang a horseshoe around your neck all you want. Put a shamrock, that rabbit's foot. Actually, I like the rabbit's foot. I'm not going to talk about the rabbit's foot. Pork chop. I would watch out. Pork chop. Isn't isn't it amazing? The harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. That's 100% true. That's something I think, like, the recreational angler could could sort of start taking a look at tides, sort of take a look at uh, what's going on with the moon phase, and uh, absolutely learn on a hatchet how to catch some freaking live bait. I mean, hey, let's go down to the tackle store, buy some frozen ballyhoo where the hooks are already three-quarters way out of them, and let's drag it for a dolphin. Why don't we catch anything? Uh, because you never knew or learned how to throw a cast net. So maybe instead of taking the boat out, you know, blowing through 150 gallons of fuel, go out on the lawn and throw a 12-foot net or... God forbid, a 16-foot net, but throw a 12-foot net. Learn how to do it. Go out and catch some decent bait. Learn how to take care of it. And uh, you know what? Cut off the freaking mullet. Get that freaking mullet off the back of your head. You making fun of my hair again? <laughs> Jesus. Mike huh? likes to make fun of my hair. Uh, listen, Denny, you had hair. You cut it all off. No, it's growing back now. <laughs> well, you know what? You screwed up. You had those beautiful, dark, curly locks. I used to run my hair through. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll go <laughs> oh through boy. that at a different time. But, uh, Maybe but next you know week what? The my Jimmy age, Johnson. The, the, the only thing that grows hair these days is my ears and my nose. Okay. And so I, I'm taking something out of Scott Beanie's handbook, which is I'm going to like uh, Jamaican braid them and flow them back. <laughs> I'd love to see that. What do you, what do you think, Ari? Think it'll work? Scary. Very scary concept. <laughs> I'm overheating my salt and pepper so, cashews. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to field some questions. Right, we're well, going to field listen, some questions listen. from the audience now. So, um, you get questions from the audience? Well, we got the, 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 the audience. We got some write in questions. Okay. Are they good? Uh, I don't know. They're pretty good. Some of them are. Yeah, yeah. some of them are pretty good. Hey, we'll start a conversation there with Eric Leach. Yeah, maybe we can give away a bottle of Papa's Pilar rum. There you go. To, to Please the best do. Question. Please do, Danny. I've, I've got uh, plenty more on the way down. I've got uh, a couple of cases of Legacy for you too. So Ooh, nice. I like it. Use that for so uh, when you guys talk to Eric Leach, tell him I said yo. We will. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're yeah. about to ask his question right now. Okay. I didn't see any of it. You didn't see any yet. It says, "What is your approach to tournament fishing when there is no wind?" What is your approach to tournament fishing when there is no wind? That's his question. Very, uh, <laughs> it's an open options there. If uh, if the fish are up and moving, up and jumping, then run and gun and run jumpers. Mm-hmm. And every it happens every once in a while, like yesterday, that you can do that and be very, very successful. That's by far my favorite thing to do when there's no wind. And then sometimes you're forced to bump them along, kind of like kingfish troll, bump troll. And sometimes you run bait, and we did that when we won the the derby. Just saw you'd see a little bit of bait getting up, 
If it was going in the right direction, doing the right things, we'd go and fire bait in front of that. And, and we got bit a bunch on that. I I like to try to go to sight fishing, if at all possible. And if not, then we're we're slow trolling. Mm-hmm. But trying to fly kites when they won't fly is... Yeah, so say, do you try time. to avoid helium at this at this no, point? I, no, I we use it all, a lot. Yeah, but I hate I hate it, but but if your shit's all sagging in the water, then right, you're not fishing right anyway. It'll it'll cost it cost us um, two fish. Uh, this 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 tournament. Oh, two fish really? We we're fishing, kind of fishing. Everything's sagging in the water, and we got bites where the fish got all wrapped up and pulled off, and I think yeah. some. Like I love like running around looking for floppers, They're, and if if you can't kite fish, then just put them out and go slow troll. I have a whole other set of rods already rigged ready to go. If it comes to that, where we just put them out of the riggers and slow troll. Mm-hmm. Yep. The question is, you know, would you would you have gotten those two bites had you not been sagging your shit off in the water like that? Or who knows? Maybe you would have gotten bit. We were kind of we were kind of fishing, kind of presenting, but not. Hmm, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Down in Key West, when we were running that bar south boat went slick slick calm for half the day on one day and we went to doing the slow troll thing and actually had to fish up in the spread a few times one of them swam up to our little teaser threw up and swam away <laughs> and get a single bite really while we were slow trolling kites finally got a point kites come back up we start getting bit again so you know i fly the kites well, if at all possible but but if if you can't for, you can't go do something else yeah if you can't for you can't. sport in the cockpit for, for a sport in the cockpit, um, I want to just, uh, both of you guys said the same thing. Okay. I'm sorry about sagging stuff in the water. I'm getting <laughs> older. <laughs> okay. But the helium on board just makes me talk like this, and I really like it. I mean, as far as, uh, I hate I hate uh, flying the balloons behind kites. It's just, it's, you know, I'd rather uh, run a gut, try to find some sprayers um you guys are so much better i'm not trying to be an authority here but uh, i will say the whole <laughs> sagging stuff in the water really you know hit home with me so, <laughs> you feeling that one mike uh, yeah man you know it's like zero gravity it's almost like i have a butt again it's yeah. like you know it's all lifted up nice well what's the next question there carlene or i'm gonna call i'm just gonna call her smoky that's your new nickname my name Smokey. Yeah, she's over there hitting the pen again, Mike. No, but go ahead and read Mark's. I'm not going to say that correctly, and you know that. What's that? <laughs> I'm not going to say Mark's question correctly. Okay. So how about we move to Chris? Chris's question: What is the best live bait and trolling speed for catching manatees? <laughs> okay, I've got this one. I guess I should have read that one first. <laughs> what is the best live bait and trolling speed for catching manatees? Yeah. So ahead right. of after we had a nice conservation talk, just to leave it. It's got to be live because if if you let your lettuce wilt and it's no longer live, then they won't eat it. So live, live, <sighs> live. Open uh, <laughs> iceberg lettuce yeah you per you put a little rotten and edge I, on there or no 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 live fresh totally fresh, hard fresh, and clean fresh. yeah absolutely and and a three-pronged shrimp and if they're not if they're just kind of feigning at it not actually biting get a bigger three-pronged sh- shrimp and speed up to nine knots right but don't have you drag too yep. tight because it will pull out of them i heard a nice freshwater hose teases them up to the to the stern yeah, you know if you get that freshwater wash that's down cheating. that's like live chumming you can't do that <laughs> I was going to say kale, but whatever. Kale? Kale? It's kind of it's branchy, though. I don't know. 
Kale would work because no one likes kale. I eat lettuce. <laughs> neither do but the manatees, you know, Mike. And neither do the manatees. What I do manatees. is I do like a nine-knot circle hook on the lettuce. Put the fresh water wash down no, no. on it. And then uh, you just put the meat grinder on the back of the boat. You make sausage. I mean, it's the only thing oh. you can do. He's carrying it. Okay. It, is, it is a cow, right? <laughs> and I'm worried well, about what like I'm going to say in the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> you only, the only difference between making love to a cow and making love to a manatee <laughs> is you have to walk all the way or swim all the way to the front to kiss a manatee. Okay? That's all. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> When Should you see a sail, all right, all right, here's the next question. Who who asked that manatee question? Chris Byerworth. Okay, Chris Beerworth. That's a buddy of mine. Yeah. All right, he's in the running for the bottle of Papa's Pilar. Uh oh. Mark Shuring. Mark Shuring. I'm gonna screw this question up too. When you see a sail, eat a bait. When do you have an angler put up the drag to set a hook, or do you tell the angler? To do that, or is that something you is it that the feel of the anger, a- angler? So, do you tell them to do it? Do you let them set it themselves, or at what point do you have them do it? I, I read that earlier. I think what he's trying to say is when we get bit, do you let the angler do it like go through the whole thing himself? Like when we're, when we're in the tower or you know, up top, like we see better than everybody else. Like we can see him eat it, we can see it go sideways, we can see him T bone it. Once, once the bait goes woof down. It all depends on the situation. If we're trying to get multiple bites, sometimes we'll just let them swim off and go, 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 go. Nothing else pops up. Nine times out of ten, if he's feeding off, it'll get fast and it'll start jumping. And get and then you got to lever up and start reeling. For the most so, part, we get enough of the blame already for the lack of success we have exactly. when we don't have success. So I try not to <laughs> to say anything. I've said something twice to Jim Steele. Both times failed miserably. So I will never say anything to him again. Other than I will stop people. If the fish is facing back at us, like, I wait, stop wait, them. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. You know. Or if I can see the fish is still T-boning. And, and, and frequently with scale baits, they'll, they're so proud of having caught it. And especially if they got friends around, I think they show it off. They'll T-bone and swim around. Now, goggle eye, it seems like they suck them down quick because I think they're afraid they're going to lose them. It's such a meatier, heavier bait. But but if I can see that bait T-boning in their mouth, you know, I'll, I'll stop them. You know, they say, I think it's, you know, and otherwise it's, it's entirely on when they're ready to go. And they may ask, hey, what do you think? Yep. And it's all my answer, especially after screwing Jim Steele up twice, is always whatever you feel, dude. Whatever you feel. That's what I tell him. I say the same thing. I'm like, yep. I'm like, he ate it. He's swimming off. I'm like, whenever when you're ready. You, whenever you're ready. Yep. Unless we're specifically trying to get multiple bites and waiting for another fish to pop up, I'll yeah. say, whenever you're ready, he's got it. You're good. Those so. are good answers, especially the uh... or in a scenario where it, it happens often on a on a. South wind, where you get feet, get a feed on the outsides, and they'll feed across, mm-hmm. and you're gonna they're gonna swim across your your middles, and now you got a second fish up on your middle bait. That long bait can't go if you got a fish actively trying to feed on your middle bait. So he's got to continue dumping, and he'll stop them then, unless it looks like your fish is gonna come up jumping or something. Then it, it can get, and we've been our whole season has been that, all kinds. We had a typically on an east southeast wind or down there where we were this weekend. A southeast wind is basically the same as an east wind up here. We had a fish feed on the right long, tip traditionally going to con- continue south and not be a problem. Easy pop out, separates, and all you got to worry about is your left kite. Nope. Nope. This fish fed, looped around the middle bait a couple times. The fish is actively, another one is actively feeding on the, the right middle. And, you know, so we're stopping the right long, not letting them go, not letting them go. And eventually it went to where he had to go. The fish starts jumping by us this way and 
it got all snafu'd. We caught one of the two, which has been our, like I said, our entire season. If it we, can, we had a lot of that stuff will. going the season too, where one's feeding and one burns the other off, and yep. maybe jumps on top of the yes. other one's line. A lot of weird stuff this year. Yep. Really? Yeah, you, you know that. That's very, very interesting. You know, to me, who um, I've done more fishing in the in Central America than I have for sailfish off the East Coast of Florida and Bahamas. I mean, I just, um, I just have had the opportunity and taken advantage of it. But what you're saying right now, I'm, I'm thinking about what we were doing uh, at Tropicstar last year, which we did fly some kites. And we were playing with that, and it was almost flew not an exact Panama? scenario. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's a whole new game. Shit works. I mean, the, the day the day that I saw Ray <laughs> Rocher bring that stuff down to Cabo San Lucas when the IGF Offshore World Championship, because he was playing with downriggers and kites and dredges, it was a game changer, man. It works all over. Oh yeah! I mean, fish. They, they do. What do they do? Do they sleep? I don't know. <laughs> they do they, they sleep? They, just swim around sleep? The day. they swim around, eat, and make other little fish. That's their job. <laughs> That's their That's entire existence. Right, and they procreate, and then they get caught, they get tagged, and they end up on a boat going to Portugal because <laughs> they're Pretty going much. to a fish market. But, uh, but, like, do sailfish sleep? I mean, do fish sleep? I don't think they do. do I'm they? not worried about them. I don't think they do either. I, I, you know what? I think, I think because the water, you know, going through the gills and all that, I'm not a biologist. Um, I don't say it uh, Hollywood Expresses. I've worked for IGFA forever, and I asked Peter B. Wright this, God bless his soul, who just got put to rest last oh, wow. week. Glad you brought that up. <laughs> yep. And he said, I don't know. And I'm thinking if I was a sailfish, I'd find like a nice big mass sargasm and just like crawl on top of it, get a few winks, <laughs> you know, and then worried about Ari sneaking up on me. We uh, we actually had one yesterday go jumping and jump and land in the middle of a giant mat of sargasm and kind of got stuck there for six or eight seconds and wallowed around and, and then finally wiggled its way back through it and went on to swimming again. But it was a, a wild thing to see. The thing about so what do you guys well what do you guys hear about, about that huge sargasm uh, island moving towards south uh south it's Florida. coming it's coming it's, it's already, already here a bunch of it here already but it's a disaster but you know whether whether sailfish sleep or not they definitely go through different moods and i've watched them right you they'll you'll we call them gray fish they'll be up yep. swimming on top and they're grayed out and yeah about a five percent chance you're gonna get that fish to bite like then, they're like a zombie. Yep, they pretty much. Yeah, and then they'll start to warm up, and you can see where their brain pan is starting to warm. They'll get a white diamond on their forehead start, as they start to heat up. And the fish may still be gray, and now you're about a fifty percent. You can get that fish to bite, and then once they've gone blue or black, and and they they got that they're white diamond, eat. thousand percent, you're getting bit on that one. You think they go yeah, through like some eat. sort of dormancy mode where they're not really a hundred percent asleep, but they? I mean, because that the the physical cycle, the brain cycle alone has to have I some sort to, of rest. At I some talked point. to Eddie Wheeler about this. I'm like, I'm like, all right, we so you have thirty boats and everybody gets ten shots. These fish are just pouring through, and then it just stops. Currents rolling in the north. I said, what do you think they do? He said, he said, he said, he thinks they go to the bottom, chill, drift with the current, pop back up and do it again. And away we go. Yeah. Like at night, they just go yeah. down, or what, whatever time they stop feeding, they go down and just drift back. 
mm-hmm. pop back up. They do it all again the next day. So and as long as that current keeps rolling, they keep doing the same cycle. So I've caught them doing something similar. I've caught them. We'd, we'd fishing in one ten, one twenty, catching them southbound, rolling hard, and and it got quiet for a while. And I looked offshore and saw one jumping back north out in two fifty. Pulled out there, and on my left kite, just started getting mowed down, mowed down, and it goes quiet again. You think they're taking power naps? No, they're going loops, big loops. They were inshore, they were going southbound, offshore, they're going northbound. And then I saw a boat, after we got quiet in the deep again for a bit, I saw a boat out north of me in their shallow get bit again. I backed off in there and got shallow again, and here they come from the north again, get mowed down for a while, and then that shuts down. And it was through the whole course of the day, looping, 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 in about a four-mile area, and you just keep resetting through that four mile area where that current was rolling hard and if you weren't getting bit inshore get offshore yeah and you get bit for a little while and you just jump back and forth as we went through it so they i definitely the believe current, they go down the current, what's if that they're, if they're going down there if they're going down there to motel six or yep. 600 fathoms or whatever they they need the current yeah, well, I mean, there's, not a lot still, down there. there's not a lot of current down so, there so they're not mud darts. They're not going down there for the current. They're just going down there and chilling out. Do they actually shut down? That's so, what I'm saying. They, the, with that power nap, that thing you're talking about with the diamond and the gray, I mean, they got to be sleeping for a little bit. I don't, or, or, yeah, but I don't think they down. go into a full sleep. No, no, they can't. They get they eaten. They can't. They get eaten. Yeah. No, so, no but just, they, I think they, they back off a little bit. Their you know, heart rate probably settles down some, and they just yeah making way. They're not in a feeding mode. I mean, you same thing with snook fishermen. They'll see snook sitting in lights. You can't get a bite. Can't get a bite. Can't mm-hmm. get a bite. And then whatever it is, it flips, and you can't not get a bite. Right. So and I, right. It's similar. I just think a pelagic fish has to move so much more that they have to feed a lot more. So those shutdown cycles are far more brief, mm-hmm. and the fire on cycles are far more frequent and longer because they're burning so many more calories. So if and that's well, always the game, you know, making sure you're in the right spot for when the right time comes uh, around. Right. No, no game fish is going to expend more calories to eat a bait than it's going to uh, get the energy from eating that bait. I mean, it's just, they've got that down. It's like a caveman. It's like Denny. You ever seen Denny eat a chicken wing? God, <laughs> man. It, it ain't pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. But you can almost see him gain energy by it. Then he sort of like slumps back a little bit. Yeah. He goes in his power nap mode. I go my power nap. Two chicken wings. Well, good. <laughs> I threw uh, I threw three cans of cat food off the end of my dock tonight. I got the dock light on. I'm going to go throw the cast net and try to get some big old shrimp. There you there go. You go. Nice. Yeah, man. I mean, there's benefits living up here in uh, outside of St. Augustine, Jacksonville, on the St. John River. Yeah. Big brown shrimps. Yep. I've, I've... And I got to I got to tell you, you know, last week. Uh, got three gallons and uh, two throws. Nice. So, you know, it's been right? good. Yeah, that is one but of my favorite parts of the world, as you know, Mike. Ah, uh, you don't want Danny miss you up here, man. You gotta come out. Yeah, we're, we'll be back come in a on. few weeks. But I'll be hanging out there with you uh, next travel week. Ca- travel cast. Let's go. Let's go. You want to go? Travel cast. You guys want to head up to St. Augustine? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Connected by water on travel cast. Bum. Well, we, we were talking about that, Mike. That's that's one of the that's one of the changes that we're going to make to the show going beyond 150. Is that we're going to do more well, on location sets. I've got a little uh, picky cypress uh, fishing studio up here, which um, yeah, I can clean up some of the glassware that I have hanging around, move a couple of the lighters and stuff off the table, 
And yeah. uh, you guys come up, hang out. We could do some shrimping. We I could, like it. Uh, have a gag, yeah, but I'll see you guys next week. Yep, absolutely, Mike, for sure. Yeah, we're going to have a good time next week. I'm in for the week. And uh, listen, Skip and Ari, <clears throat> from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for supporting Connected by Water. I know it has nothing to do with the show. Because both you guys are Dennis's bros. But you guys are always on there. You do a good thing. South South Florida angling community is better off for it. And quite frankly, we all are. And um, you know what? Uh, Because there's one thing. We're all connected by water. And uh, Carlene. Carlene. Can eat you up. No, yeah. not sir. Oh you. my God! You really <laughs> made me feel older than I. I'm going to put Grecian in, so I don't want so old when I see you this Grecian. week. But anyway, thank you for everything that you do um, for the show and always hanging out, and all you guys over there rubbing your hands, looking through the uh, lenses. It's creepy. You guys are like voyeurs. It's like you just creep me out a little bit. Do you stand in the closet and watch too? I love those guys. They know I do. They know I do. I had to screw with them. Up. It's like, are you watching me right now? Maybe. My God. Maybe. So maybe. maybe. All right, you guys. Well, listen, have a great show. And uh, Denny, happy 150th sesquicentennial, brother. Thank love you, brother. You, I'll see you next week. Love see you, too. Next week, Mike. See you next week, Mike. Here's hey one. you guys, thanks for all the, ciao, ciao, for all the intel. You guys are the best. Thanks, man. So if uh, if I run, I get to go north. If I go north and Skip runs south, which way should Francis Santos run? Right out front. <laughs> Sit right in the middle and see who catch, starts catching them first. And I, then go. I, after this week, right out front. Yeah. I want to, Nobody fished out here. It looks so good. It's so crazy on... Even on uh, the first morning, I looked. It looked good. Yeah, but it, it faded out though the yeah. first day. It did look good at first, but then it faded out. So, but the second day, by the time I, but again though, that was it. It wasn't here probably in the morning. By the time we got back in the afternoon, it looked amazing. That's one of those. I think it just gets in our head where yeah. we they're not going to be here. We got to go somewhere else. You know. Yeah. Yep. But that's the thing, dude. In this tournament, unless they kept it that good a secret, there wasn't shit going down down south. No. The day before the tournament, nothing. And then. I mean, it was it was eight fish day one, right? Mm-hmm. That's good enough. I mean, I it's not there, great, but there were there was good numbers. There was a body of fish up there off Palm Beach for like three or four days straight mm-hmm. that just faded out. They weren't biting, and now they're biting again. So I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's it's tough to tell other than like day before, right? That's the blessing and the before. curse of the challenge. I think is the hardest tournament because the boundary is so big. Johnson's bigger. It's tough, and yeah. it, it's tough having that huge boundary. I love yeah. it. I love it. I want the. I don't. I don't want boundaries. Make boundaries go away altogether. S- spread it out. Well, they shortened up the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want boundaries. I want to open it up. Make a big giant. This, this year's what carries for it to the south. Is that no, right? no, no. It's uh, it's further than that. It's uh. Oh, molasses. Molasses. Yeah, molasses. yeah, yeah, molasses. We. Yeah, I was just gonna say we just had Brick on talking yep. about all that. Yeah, yeah. I, that was a great. I really enjoyed that so, talking about good podcasts. That was a great podcast. Thank you. The, yeah, I, we figured you know coming in, you know, uh, Brick wanted to come in, or Todd and Val wanted Brick to come on and say, hey, let's let's promote the tournament. And I was like, you know what? Honestly, what we should do, I think, with the rule changes, let's just re- read over the rules and then go through a hole, and then this way anybody fishing the tournament can just listen into that podcast and. If they have any questions, and hopefully, 
between that what and the Kaplan's party. Crazy, though people don't pay attention, they, they don't. don't. I keep, you know, and I'm I'm never going to be a guy that I'll never pro- pro- protest unless it's just so fucking horrific that it's uh-huh. got to be done. But you hear all these stories about. So there's a lot of hook and hand rules in a lot of these events now, and I think it's a great thing. But the way that that uh, blue water minutes, movements and bun does it, if it's a hook and hand fish, then the boat caught it. It's not an angler fish. Yep. Perfect. Makes great sense. And then you start hearing these stories about different anglers that were handed rods and they're counting for angler fish. And I don't know. It's it comes a gray area, or controversial area. It's ahead. just a, no. It's it's straight up not doing it right. But again, right. it's not me. So it's not, I'm going to do what I do right. That's how they write their rules. Like I remember two or three years ago in the Jimmy Johnson. Somebody, an angler caught three fish in a row in like five minutes. I'm like, it's almost impossible. Right. You know? Yeah, that's tough. It was all hook and hand. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a tough one. I will say this, though. Which I'm fine with, hook and hand, definitely. But it doesn't, it's not a, because there are anglers that are extraordinarily good that are there to do an angler thing. Yep. And it just takes away from them and their success because other folks aren't doing it right, but. You know, I am excited about the tournament coming up, though. I mean, traditionally speaking, oh, the bite's usually pretty good for this one. And, you know, and with all the stuff that goes on around it, you know, and, and obviously how involved Connected by Water is with painting guitars and doing the apparel and everything like that, you know, we're pretty excited about it. So It's a great event. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, it really I like is. It, dude, I, we look forward to this one every year. Yeah. Always. Big, yeah, I mean. Big party. Yeah. Big party. Definitely. Yeah. You know what makes a big party even more fun? When you done really, really well, and you're so yes. actually celebrating. You're not yeah. drowning your sorrows. Drowning sorrows sucks. We'll be celebrating my anniversary. Woo-hoo. That's right. So Carleen right will be there, right, with us. Um, and, dude, the band awesome. is always great, but that outside band, there's like a blonde-haired dreadlock lady that's going yeah. on. With the Spider- they are so fucking good, too. Yep. I look forward to I make sure we show up early enough to listen to them every year because they're phenomenal. Yeah. I have no idea what the name of that should. I'm an idiot for not writing down the name of the band. I mean, listen, they're whatever, so good. whatever Todd and Val touches is, turns to gold. I mean, they, they do it right. And they're always prepared, and they, they're always got something new up their sleeve. And, you know, and they're always making, you know, the following year better than the previous year. And you always think how they're going to do that, but they figure out a way to do it. And Yeah, they, they do yeah. a good job. I was I was really bumped we missed the Miami tournament this year because the boat wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. But yeah you, know, yeah, you guys were almost ready for man, that one, so too, close. weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that that's 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 a good, you know. It's nice what they do in that one. That's that's really they treat you like, you know, five star service across the board on that one. And you know, if you get that I invite, fortune to fish it yet. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's really, <clears throat> it's it's almost like um, it's almost like being in the Bahamas because everybody's in the marina. Yep. They make sure everybody's got a slip if you want one. And gotcha, gotcha. Everything comes right to your slip. You don't have to leave. That's nice. You don't have to like. Normally, you got to get back to the dock and you get cleaned up, showered up, and you got to leave, go somewhere. Everything's right there. The parties are all in the dock. It's it's a good time. Um, it just sucks that it's in Miami that time of year. Years back, it would be a great time of yeah. year to be there, but not anymore. Oh, in December? Yeah, it's a tough time of year to be in Miami right now. But I think we'll cycle back around where it'll be a great time of year to be down there before. Again, like it used to be. It's been a, it's been a decent bite this year so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fishing's been great. Better than the last couple of years, for sure. For sure. For sure, you know, and I, the sharks are still a disaster, a nightmare. But I, I was blaming the no free jumping on sharks. I've changed my tune on that a bit because I'm seeing more free jumpers this year than I have in five years. And I think it's when a parasite or something is present or something in their diet that causes them to have some form of discomfort 
it sends them into free jumping. I was always told it was something in their gills. They're trying to rattle out of their gills. Makes sense. That's what I thought. I mean, they're trying to pound something off of them, and they're doing it this year, and I think it's whatever that is. Something in the water. Happening. Who knows? And in the, past, in the past five years, it just wasn't happening. Yeah, we had a couple get mowed down up in Palm Beach uh, when we were up there a couple weeks ago. We've and lost we, a few. And we let them go quick. Like, we caught them, let them go. And oh, we've boom. had them go before we got got to them. But we had, we had one. I had a, I had a spinner in the, in the flatline side, bent over, fish came up, half jumping. Plowed. Immediately plowed. Yeah, but there was like a dozen sharks around the boat before we got bit. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. We have another question here. Uh, and I just want to read this one. This one's came up on your page from Tim Matthews. What is Red Tail Devilfish Street name? What? <laughs> what? The? I was hoping you would know. That's yes. Him, that's making swim, Tim. I have no idea what that is. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. All right. The answer is yes. All right, Tim. You don't win the bottle of Papa's Polar <laughs> Rum. <laughs> let me let me look again. I don't. I I I was hoping you could clarify that one. What is Red Tail Devilfish Street name? I don't know. I don't know. Tom Jones wants to know what the local gog bite is, but. All right. So I think I'll, we have I'll a him, winner. I'll let him know uh, on the side. Yeah. Let him know on the side. So I think we have a winner, don't we? For the um, the bottle of Papa's Pilar Rum. And that would be the manatee question. Oh, really? Right? I thought the better conversation came around Eric's question. All right. Well, then, if then you're we'll, looking for humor, you're you guys looking for, think, not me. Yeah, definitely Eric. All right, then you go, Eric. Well, what was Eric's? I don't even remember. The helium. The, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the no wind. Yeah. And what do you do with no wind? So we're gonna give that one to Eric. And that's, I, it's been a real thing here just last weekend. It was. I don't ever remember like having two weeks in or three weeks in a row like with no wind like this. Yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah, we should be blue marlin fishing right now, and, and but uh, sailfish bite's been good. It's been steady. It's been fun. With the conditions. Yeah, dude. If there was every boat wake today, every real boat wake, like a motor yacht or something, would go blazing by. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter north or south. Fish would get up in it, and start free jumping and tailing. They wanted to tail so bad today. Weeds everywhere, which usually shuts them down. But a little boat wake, and there they are, thirty feet of water. There he is. T- starts tailing in the boat wake. Really? Yeah. If we had a north wind, they today, need they need some some swell to get them moving. There's a little bit of a ground sea out here right now. Really? Time, you know, it's spaced out real far. But yeah, so. Something's going on up north, but uh, south wind, and there's still a little ground sea. But, but yeah, they they wanted to get up and go today, bad. But we didn't have the condition. Could have been one of those epic days. On bummer. How'd you guys do today? We were four out of eight. Again, can't keep a hook in anything to save our lives for some reason. And again, saw a few in the boat wakes up flopping. I tried to run run on one of them, and by the time I got there, he'd gotten into grass and gone down. But, but the. <laughs> First bait in the water, we caught one, and and the ladies we had we had a ladies group today on the boat, and I was dude, I'd go crazy. I'd love to catch sailfish. Never caught one. None of the three ladies on the boat ever had, and they they were fishermen. Two of them were legit fishermen, living in the Keys and doing it right. But but uh, first bait in the water, we catch one, and one the mom of the it was a mom and daughter, and then a buddy was on the boat, and the mom caught hers. She she hooks a fish. It pogo sticks, pogo sticks, pogo sticks right next to the boat and stops. Sat there. She's like, floats at the tip. Chris holds the leader, literally sitting next to the boat, all lit up, colorful, fin up, just swimming in circles. Really? He walks the fish around the boat like a dog on a leash. 
And then he lets go, and, and we're kind of make the thing jump, do something, please. This might be the only one today. Right. <laughs> and it, it hangs around, hangs around, hangs dance, around. Dance. Dance, like, you fool. It was like a pet. <laughs> Goes under the boat, parts off. Like, you got him. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the left side up all the way. Second bait goes in on the right side. The left short, right long, right middle. They're up just all three. <laughs> Beautiful. And somehow only hook one of those. <laughs> can't hook anything anymore and we caught that one that was a daughter caught her first sailfish and that one actually did right jumped all over the place it gets weirder and then it gets weirder yeah <laughs> and we miss another one and then the other woman on the boat catches one and then mom catches another one and it actually jumps around everything goes great and then we get a black fin tuna well first one shows up on the left shore blows up bang bang never eats goes away Fuck, we ain't caught anything I like to send everybody home with something. Sure, yeah. You know, all we caught were sales so far. And then we get a big bite on the left long. Mom on the rod again. Blows out of the clip while it's in the rod holder. Chris was getting a spinning rod out on the bow. And he runs back there and hands her the rod. He gets tight. Those ones nobody ever miss. Yeah. He gets tight for a half a second, hands the rod to her, and it goes totally slack. And she thinks she lost it. No, just keep reeling, keep reeling. Tuna fish swims. Straight to the boat, float to the tip. It's a 25-pound fish, a nice fish. Floats at the tip, and the fish just starts swimming around in circles. Chris gets his hand on the leader. Now he's fighting the thing on the leader, and he says, well, it's not pulling hard enough to let go. He does for a second. Float stays at the tip. Never pulls an inch of drag. Same woman. Really? She's like, what do you train these it's things green or fish? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So he ends up leading the thing up. Gas. Now he goes ballistic. It bleeds all over the place in the boat. But, right. But, yeah, this woman has some kind of spell <laughs> she was a witch. She was a witch. Maybe had a was witch she really? I don't know. Lisa? <laughs> she could trick these fish into swimming straight to the boat and do nothing. Was she on mushrooms? Probably not. <laughs> micro dosing. No, no micro, macro. If you're going to do it, do it right. Go hard. And listen to this guy. Size uh -huh. matters, apparently. For sure. What have you ever done slightly that ever worked out positively? If you're going to do it, do it right. Do it big. Interesting. That's I'm my trying plan. To think. If you're going to do it now, if it's something that you shouldn't do, then don't do it at all. But to me, that's no, I'm you trying to do. think. Like what? What? That's a good question. What have you ever done slightly? Yeah. What? A, a right. little bit of spice. What's what right. are you saying? No, no, no. It's better if you go harder. I assure you. I yes, don't know, man. Go I, hard. Go harder. Go I, home. I, listen, dude. I don't. I, what, I don't are you, what are you thinking over there? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. No. Paquito? <laughs> no. What have you ever done? All right, go ahead, Carl. Okay, you got one what have you, you ever done slightly that's do something better a little than doing bit. it like going hard? Speaking on the show, maybe? So, it, no. It, <laughs> it no, again, don't worry about it. Say what you got to say. Okay. Oh, God. So, bless sugar. Her. Slight little oh. bit of sugar. It'd be better not to do it at all, right? No, I'm not going to say I do that because I'm a fat fuck. I do it. <laughs> but again, I do it too much. I go too hard on that. You'd be better not to do it at all. <laughs> Right? Exercise. Do it a little bit? Eh, not worth it. Do it a lot? Great. I don't know, yeah. man. I prefer just a little bit of exercise. Everything's you in moderation, it, but man. But it's not the I'm right way to point. do it. Everything's in moderation. No, yeah. not That's moderation. I disagree. If you're going to do it in moderation, don't do it at all. Now, it's not, I don't, I'm, I'm preaching not what I practice. I wish I did. Does that mean we're getting Other all fucked with up work, tonight? With work, I go hard. I Fuck it. I could, I'll go, show. I'll put myself in a grave going hard. Do it hard. Do it right. To the max. 
Right. And that's kind of where I'm trying to get with the rest of it. I've actually started exercising like an idiot a little bit and stepping oh, it yeah, up. Oh, yeah, you're working out now? Not, I'm not going to ever going to go back to weights. And all. I used to go hard. hard so you just doing a little bit? Little t- no weights. No weights. No weights. Not doing weights at all. No, I'm working my way into it. I'm going to eventually go not to weights. I'm not going to do that ever again. I hurt myself. <laughs> that was just a little bit of a sneeze. That was just a little bit of a sneeze. Thank you. Excuse me. No, I, uh, it's a it's a new concept. If you're gonna do it, do it right. What's a uh... ah oh, shit? It was a your boy, pretty Nikki had a had a thing. Something about do one thing like you do everything or something. Whatever. He's in a bit of a nut though. He actually does exercise way too hard. Uh-huh. He goes hard, man. But that said, anything you're gonna do, just a little bit. Fuck it. Do it all. Do it hard. Do it right, or don't do it at all. Is my new concept. All right, I can, tell I my can respect when that. I get home. <laughs> hey. Yeah, Carlene's gonna I'm be like, hey, to Mike, be a listen, this is what Art now. said. <laughs> oh, got a girl. That's it. All right. Well, that's what we're gonna leave this episode 150 with. Do it hard. <laughs> go hard, baby. Right, go hard. What do you think, Skip? Can you subscribe to that? Sure. All right. So you got to wake up at two o'clock in the morning to go goggle eye fishing. I, I love. To, I love goggle eye fishing. Yeah, I used to, you know. Be grumpy about it a little bit. I love Sleep for two hours. Who cares? I'm going. I love and love and love I, bait fishing and the, yeah. I love the grind, dude. I literally since I had four months ago did my thing. Kind of had a. I wake up with a song in my head, no matter what time it is. My alarm set for two fifteen, two fourteen. I wake up with a song in my head. I haven't heard my alarm go off in so long. Mm-hmm. Look over. How about that again? Me too. Again. I always up before the alarm. Yep. Nice. New, new, new uh, train of thought. Now, it hadn't worked out so great with my tournaments this year, but it will. It certainly will. Well, I got a feeling that you two are so going to turn once, it on next week. We've had a good start to the season, but hopefully we can keep it going. So, Yeah. I think you both are going to have a good show this next coming week. Listen, so. it's so fun. And, and things haven't worked out great for us, but I so thoroughly enjoy being there and doing it. And my guys, are their lives have gotten so difficult, and it's hard to get everybody together. So it's making it harder. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is James DeMarco, Jimmy's son, has had an opportunity to ride on almost every trip, and I think he's 100%. I don't think he's missed a fish yet. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's def- definitely been infinite from it. Well, he's been definitely a good instruction, too, oh, I'm sure. For sure. So, yeah. It's funny. Like, you see, like, fishing teams, you see the, the cycle. They go up. You Normally, you have a bunch of young guys, and they're just killing it, killing it, killing it. One guy gets married. Another guy gets married, kids, and they, and then there's another team. Like, it, it, it's right. always like that, you know. It's always been like that. Look, look at the roofers. Yeah, they were on fire for what eight, ten years. The commitment those boys made, though, if you didn't show up, come right before season started, you're out. One day a week, we will fish together. Yeah, and it's always a weekend because those guys work hard too, mm-hmm. like real work, or did and still do. And, dude, they went hard. If you don't show up unless somebody died, then they're out. You're no longer part of this deal. Yeah. And that's – they got to where their operation was smooth as silk. I mean, that was pretty much why I stopped tournament fishing. I mean, it started – I got married, having kids. and it's then, hard, man. then the with the business started blowing up, and I was like, I don't have time for this anymore. It's a commitment. It's a big commitment. And like you, you said, like the go hard thing – like that was the thing. Oh, if I couldn't put it all in, you know, practice days and the, the whole nine yards and going bait fishing, then I wasn't going to do it. I, I, I just show up on tournament day. So I sit down at the beginning of the season. I lay it all out for my guys. I'm like, all right, these are our fishing days. These are our practice days. 
Everybody can't make every day. You know, everybody's got life. You know, but we you gotta we gotta practice. That, that's right. the, that's the biggest thing. You know, Skip's guys are just a little more senior than my guys. Yep. Most of their kids are off. Mm-hmm. So they're it makes a huge difference. They're far more committed. They're yeah, able to go and do, which I. I'm a bit in this year was kind of screwed up because we didn't have that early season. Normally, we start fishing in October, right? You know, and we're fishing either a Saturday or Sunday. If there's a dolphin home game, we fish Saturday. If right. there's not, we fish Sunday morning. For we'll try to be out by six thirty. We'll fish till noon. Get back. Everybody can get home and watch football. But this year, it didn't happen. This year, and you know, I'm not gonna say it costs us, but we're not as as jelly smooth as we normally are, you know. What yeah, I mean? well, we talk about that before, right? It makes I mean, a huge difference with the value of of just being a team it's together all, for a long reps. period of time. Yeah, and, all but, reps. But the the plus side for you guys is at least your team has been together for a while. <laughs> yes, right. So, the camera was so, on. It got that. That was great. <laughs> what happened? But, she got goosed so good by her dog. <laughs> I just but you know, my, you like but we're that. also we're fishing a brand new boat. I mean, it's yeah. it's. A, so we went from the fifty three to the to the merit, which was a huge change for us. Now we went from the merit to the Viking, which was no twenty know, feet. It's a change, but it wasn't as big a change because we we fished a sport fish all last year. It was just laying stuff out differently and how we're going to react from this kind of thing. So it was it was kind of a seamless change, yeah, and a very comfortable change. Well, that's good. We want to do actually um, pretty soon do that episode from the boat. Whenever you're ready, let's yeah. go. Yeah. And then uh, we'll figure out figure out what we're gonna do away with the way we're gonna do that one. That'd be kind of cool. Yep, we got great lighting. Do late afternoon. Yep. Okay. No, like in the ocean, though, playing. Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, I want I want to be on that oh, boat in the ocean. We could do it while wait, we're wait till wait till we get in May and we'll go out there and we'll go. Actually, May we'll be in the Bahamas, but maybe um, early. Uh, and uh, so yeah. okay, so come to the Bahamas. <laughs> so we'll, let's do that. We'll be out there marlin fishing doing an episode. I won't be able to pay attention at all, period, none. You in? All right, book it. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I won't I won't pay attention. I might say three words. I'll be staring at that ocean the whole time. <laughs> we'll have different. Yeah. We can do it from the sky bridge. We can do it from yep. the mezzanine. Right. Just yeah, well, the, here we are in the fourth floor, fifth bedroom. <laughs> there he is, left short. <laughs> the dumb waiter. Oh, we Ooh. found the extra rod that Skip was talking about earlier. Left short teaser. In the, in the den. <laughs> All right. Listen, 150 in the book, in the bag, right? You guys are awesome. Yay. Yay. Appreciate you. Really Thank do. You. love you guys to death. Thank you once again. Thank you for being such a big part of the show. Thank you for just being a just a big part of everything we do here, and uh, it's really really appreciated. And um, so we, Eric Leach, wins the bottle of rum. I think right? so. I think so. All right. All right. I so think so. We'll reach out to Eric, and then uh, listen. He's an extraordinarily accomplished fisherman, asking questions that we all battle for sure. Then every one of these things. At what point do we quit with these silly ass kites and change, shift gears? And yeah, that that's a. <laughs> That's a great picture. What's yeah, that? put it in front of the camera. That's hilarious. What's that? He's, he, he, there you go. You got the red light now. How funny is that? <laughs> that one's <laughs> off. That camera's not on. <laughs> All right. I'm sending it to the girls. Thanks again to Joey Cardi. Thanks again to Papa's Pilar. We heard from Mike Myatt. Thanks again to W Sauce. Thanks again to or sunglasses thanks again to carlene if you need 
a chair or a rocket launcher or anything. Fighting chair, helm chair, custom inlaid tables, anything teak. What about, a, what about a table that goes over your rocket launcher? We can do that where you don't need an additional pedestal. We've got locking mechanisms that go right to your I rocket launcher. I happen to have one. Pretty that you, amazing. That you guys are I think your whole us. boat's pretty much outfitted with blue it water is. chairs, yep. isn't it? Perfect. All right. So give Carlene a call or a message on Facebook or Instagram or any. It doesn't matter how you Dennis get in touch with her. Call Dennis my number. He'll give it to you. Right. Right. OnlyFans? OnlyFans. You subscribe no? to her OnlyFans account. Right. Smoky bones. Feetonly.com. <laughs> OnlyFans forward slash connected by water. Feetonly.com. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, thanks, guys. Thank you. All your right. ego is not your amigo. Always do your best. Remember, at the end of the day, just like God, do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're all connected, connected by, by water. water. Thank you very much. That was, that was when y'all lost me on here. Was when y'all did the whole God podcast, you and Ben. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.